0: Welcome to The Gridiron Show, and well, there's really only one topic of conversation for the show today. We're going to be talking Raiders to Vegas, what that means for the NFL, what that means for London, what that means for the great city of Oakland, and we're going to finally get round to talk about the AFC North like we've been threatening to for weeks. Three great guests on that, and we're going to speak to Ben Mortimer from Touchdown Trips as well. What a show! Well, hello and welcome to The Gridiron Show in association with Touchdown Trips, getting you in the game. Uh, we are going to be speaking with Ben Mortimer from Touchdown Trips coming up on this show. So if you want more information about our trip this year, then we'll be speaking with Ben. And actually, it fits in beautifully with the uh, Vegas Raiders theme as well, because the fact is is that I imagine for travel companies, it's the greatest news of all time. Uh, Ollie Hunter is with me in my living room. Ollie, how are you? I'm fine.
1: It's not like I've been here an hour and yeah. we've only just got started. <laughs> there, uh,
0: for, for reasons I want to say beyond my control, but that would be a bald-faced <laughs> lie,
1: um, we started very late today. Yeah. so Unbelievable. Matt Sherry, uh, in preparing for the, all of this, was waiting to get on, uh, summed it up really nicely. Shambles. You've been a shambles today.
0: You are a shambles, Will.
1: <laughs> great. That's what I Where deserve. Where are your cats, That's actually? what I
0: deserve. They've all run away because you came into the house. <laughs> it's a great point. Uh, I don't know what I've done to them. Matt, Matt Sherry is also down the line making an incredible What's amount of doing? noise. Always. <laughs> I never know what he's doing what back What are you there. doing there? Uh, hello, Matthew. How are you? Hi, guys. I'm very good. Good. You don't sound very good. You sound a little bit down, buddy. What's going on?
2: I'm trying to I'm trying to conquer this Darth Vader breathing problem and it's it's
0: making me subdued. Oh mate, come on, we don't really mean it. One person did tweet about it, but come on, mate, we love you and your breathings and just everything the, else. That one
1: person that we tell him about. The thing the is, other, now I've been well.
2: I've been listening to some podcasts and doing it on other podcasts as well, which has made me feel better. I'm listening out for it now.
0: Yeah, I, the problem is, I started listening out for it. It's like, do you know? Uh, have you ever listened to Muse? Uh, oh, I can't,
1: I can't listen to them anymore.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if you've never if you've never noticed this before, <laughs> listen to Matt Bellamy breathing between every line because he goes full on <gasps> right into the microphone and I'm just like you've recorded like six albums now. Just learn to turn away from the mic and take your
1: breath. It's it's really off-putting, isn't it? Horrendously off-putting. Well, the last 3 albums have been terrible anyway, but I can't listen to Muse <laughs> even the first two. All me and Ollie got tickets to Opener.
0: Sherry, you should come. Oh wait, you've got a small child. Damn it. How is little Brady?
2: He's doing great. Great. He had his third set of injections yesterday, so it was a bit under the weather, but he's bubbly and happy as ever today.
0: Uh, I can imagine that he's got a great demeanour because he's got a great man.
2: True fact. (laughs)
0: Uh, So coming up on the show today, we're going to be talking AFC North. We're going to hear from three great guests and I'll remember all of their names in a moment. Uh, we're going to be talking to George Loker from uh, the Cincinnati Bengals. We're going to be talking with Brandon Williams, the nose tackle. We spoke to him, this was before his contract signing, but it's still loads of great stuff in still there pertinent it is pertinent uh danny uh, and uh, we're also going to be speaking with uh, from the browns seth devalve now it might be not a name you're familiar with he did catch two touchdowns last season guys so if you're a real nerd you'll know who he is but he's he's a backup tight end of the browns but it's a really interesting conversation because he was there during the first season of hugh jackson seeing what that team were doing and uh, there's some really interesting stuff in there so it might not be the biggest of names but it's a Dang interesting interview. So all of that going to come up as well. And we'll speak to Ben Mortimer. In fact, this show is going to be about an hour and a half long, so it may be worth us splitting it into two. We'll figure that out later. Um, but there really is only one topic of conversation to kick us off today. Uh, the, the autumn wind will no longer be blowing in Oakland. I'm genuinely absolutely gutted about this. And I... I totally understand. Do you
2: have an affinity with the Bay Area, Will? I
0: I do have an affinity with the Bay Area. I don't have a direct affinity with the Oakland Raiders in any way and I don't know if you've seen John Lynch uh, calling for Raiders fans to jump on the 49ers bandwagon. I mean, that's not a bandwagon anyone's going to want to be on for a little while longer, let's be quite honest
1: with you. Um, (laughs) It's a bandwagon many have jumped off, in fact. uh, You jumped off last week. And, uh, (laughs) and, And fascinating to see that
0: at the owner's meetings this week where the Los the Las Vegas Raiders I'm not I' still can't get used to it uh, have been voted in on a vote of 31 to what to 30-1. to 31-1. One.
1: One. The Raiders get a vote themselves, do Yeah, they? Of course they, do, they get yeah. to vote that's, for themselves. That's ridiculous. It's like um, the presidential elections. If, if they
0: had 23 votes and the Raiders were the 24th vote, I would call that farcical. Of course, they didn't. They absolutely blitzed it. Uh, Miami, the only team to hold out that. That might be because Miami have won in Oakland the last six times they've been there. It might be because their ownership put in $500 million of their own money for a stadium or for their stadium improvements and the Raiders are getting it all
1: for a free free ride whatever it is I saw someone on Twitter say it's because they didn't want uh, the Raiders to go 32 and 0 (laughs) but the big
0: the big good The, the big push came from the owners themselves Jerry Jones apparently the big driving force behind this whole Las Vegas move it's only been an option which has turned up in the last three years and basically really been pushed for since the first team got to got allowed to go to LA but you know the NFL the rich get richer and the fans
1: suffer. Is uh, it fifty million bucks that each NFL side or each owner is going to get as a little windfall from this as well? The, the, so I wonder why the, they 50, didn't 53 go. Fifty-three million
2: dollars yeah. per team across the three relocations, which, which is in, obviously uninvolved.
1: Incredible, really, isn't it?
0: So uh, yeah, uh, I, I mean, I've made my disdain for this move clear several times in the past. Not just because I think that a team in Las Vegas is going to be a great novelty but it's a horribly transient fan base and okay there are some teams I could imagine moving there and it not being as big of a deal but when it's a team that really have their heart and soul in California whether it's in LA or in Oakland I'm devastated for Raiders fans but how is everyone else reacting to the Las Vegas move?
2: Yeah, exactly the same. I've actually just finished a column for the next issue of the magazine that that people can read. Um, It'll be out next week and and I found that the amusing thing I picked out of it is four days before that was when Roger Goodell sent his email to NFL fans about speeding up the game, which to me was another indication alongside him turning up to day two and three in the draft in casual wear last year that they're really trying to sell Goodell now as this man of the people and try and have a commissioner who isn't booed on the stage at every draft. And I found it very ironic that four days before they appealed to that sense of community, we, we saw that basically the NFL is ruled by a different C-word and that's capitalism. And, and, and that's just the way it works. And that's why they're never going to have a popular commissioner, I think, because it's the impossible job to, to, to satisfy the two diametrically opposed people in the fan base and, and the ownership who show time and time again barring the exception of Stephen Ross that they're only interested in money and then they'll put that above everything else despite the fact that they're already billionaires so... Yeah, I mean, I think it was just confirmation of what we already knew, and and it's sad, really.
0: And the fact is, if this wasn't about money, and you could say this with both the San Diego Chargers and with the Oakland Raiders, as they both were, and the Raiders will be for another two years, which is bizarre in itself, because they're asking that fan base. What I'd love to see from Raiders fans is them to all cancel their season tickets and to turn up to every game, do the tailgate, and then not go into the stadium for the game and watch it on TV outside. So they're still showing their fans, they're still having the party, but they're not putting any money in the pockets of the Davis family. Uh, Well, car park money, but it's not a lot of money, is it? Uh, I just, yeah, from that perspective, I think it's absolute disgrace. And with both these cases, whether it's with Spanos or whether it's with the Davises, whether or not they could personally afford to pay for a stadium... The amount of money that's in the NFL nowadays, and I know getting a new owner involved is a long and drawn out process, As like when we interviewed and spoke to Shard Khan about his process of getting into the NFL, it is ridiculous the number of hoops you've got to jump through. But Oakland is 40 miles away from the now most affluent area of America, where there are dozens and dozens of young billionaires all of whom would love to raise their profile by owning an NFL team who can easily afford it who could build a stadium themselves so if it wasn't about money I think it's that they could have found a way to get a deal done but it but it doesn't matter if if Oakland if they had got you know 500 million dollars committed by the city of oakland mm. i completely believe they would have stayed there so it is only about money at the end of the day it's it's sparked some really interesting debate on twitter and people are clearly excited about the idea of going to las vegas it means there'll probably be a super bowl there by 2020 you Can either confirm nor deny that matt sherry has opened a separate savings account that his wife is not aware of just to <laughs> uh, cover the losses he'll be uh, uh, having on the tables that week, do you think we'll be put up in hotels like the actual casino hotels? I don't well, imagine but, so.
2: And, and, and almost certainly, surely.
0: Do you do you reckon so? I would. I think it was going to be some well, convention well, center on the outskirts of town somewhere, and Yeah, the... that's not that's not where
2: the. I mean, the the con the, the, the convention center will be will be in the center, and and I, that what what interests me actually, what, what nobody thought about with this Las Vegas team is. It, to have a Super Bowl there, where are the good? Where are the players going to trade during the week?
0: Surely that's all going to be figured out, though. And surely, like, yeah, it will be figured
2: out, but they need to figure it out, don't they? Because I mean, obviously, I think the Patriots trained at Houston University, and I can't remember where where the the Falcons did this year. But they need two decent training complexes within the Las Vegas area. It'll obviously be one with the Raiders, and they'll need another one. Uh, is there? Uh,
0: I mean. Really, I feel like we're raking over old ground here with the Raiders move. I, I, like I said, it's completely disappointing. I do find the fact that they're staying in Oakland for the next two years utterly bizarre at this point. I think what's fascinating is what it means for the NFL overall. And the great article from Albert Breer on the MMQB website today where he's basically said, you know, he's pointed out the fact that the reason they've ended up there is because that's clearly where the where the The next quick buck was ready to be made. The next dollar was in the desert. Where is the next dollar beyond this? And the clear indication is the next dollar beyond this is beyond the shores of America. Right. Well,
1: let me let me talk to you about this because 2017, 2018, they're due to still be in Oakland. 2020 is when they're due to be in Las Vegas. 2019, the season of 2019, where are they going to be? Well, they could. They could still remain in Oakland, but the stadium will be in further disrepair and ties could be broken. They could go down the, down the bay to Santa Clara and share with the with San Francisco 49ers. Or they could do a combination of various things. Why not four games, even maybe more, in London at the Tottenham's new stadium, which will be ready in 2018? Why not a few more games in Mexico City? And if there's any team that could be nomadic, it would be the Raiders for one season. We could. They could then, just be called the Raiders. And how incredible it easily, would it be to test the waters of yeah. a franchise in the United Kingdom by potentially having the Raiders stay here for four weeks or even more?
2: It would. Honestly, that that to me is what will happen. I think. I, I think you'll see four Raiders games minimum in London. That yeah, because it's an it's an unbelievable opportunity for the NFL to test that out. Yeah in a way that they could never otherwise get. I mean it's just one of those situations where the timing of it is perfect in that by that point you're probably looking at it being within three years of a UK franchise or that would be the aim. So for me that is a no brainer route is is to is to and, and I'm sure that would sweeten the deal for the Raiders as well and, and throw a bit of money at them for it. But yeah, you could you could have four weeks well, on the bounce potentially I'm, or maybe I think they're in a... London
1: Sherry, I think the NFL could impose this on the Raiders because they've bent over backwards to allow them and to get them into into Las Vegas. The the NFL have given uh, there was discounts, wasn't there, compared to some of the moves the, the Chargers made. They
0: they they apparently their fee for their fee for moving was about half what the two LA teams. So made.
1: therefore, the uh, the Raiders owe the NFL for this. So I think. Um, um, I wouldn't be
2: surprised if the NFL if that is the case that they're paying half the fee I wouldn't be surprised if that's conditional and that that this might be one of the conditions and that is obviously us kind of wildly speculating but it is amazing how the timing would work out for that and how it is just an opportunity that otherwise would never have been there. So, yeah, I could, I could see that. Out.
0: I think Oli pointing out Mexico is also an interesting point. We know they're playing their second Mexico game in two years next year when they face uh, the New England Patriots in Mexico. And they've obviously got that huge fan base, and that's a fan base that can continue to grow in Las Vegas as well. Because uh, it's going to be a destination team, so why not have people travelling to mm-hmm. see them? I, the, the, kind of the only thing that puts the limit on the London idea to me, and... and it both opens up some points and it also restricts some points to me because our conversation, in fact, we need to put this out at some point now that we're in the off-season, our hour-and-a-half-long conversation that me and Lee and Blackburn had with Neil and Jeff for our UK issue, we were discussing the fact that we. I truly believe at this point, Albert Breer talks about this in the article I mentioned, I always believed that to get a UK franchise, what we would need was to be to have eight home games first of different teams, and then we would change it so that it uh, so that it was one team. But the more and more I think about it, the more I think that's less likely because you see the situation that's happened this season where they've been unable to announce the schedule. We still don't know for week seven and eight which team's playing which weekend. We still don't know any of the kickoff times at this point as well. And, and I think that gets more and more difficult the more games you put. Unless, like with Oakland, you are literally going to end up putting four games from one team there. So could we see that season maybe... Four games from Oakland in London, plus two other games at Wembley to, to satisfy their deal that they've got there. or something Two games like at Twickenham.
1: You've got the new... Chelsea have, have had a, a new stadium agreed in principle. Could that also be NFL-specific? It would be a nice little money spinner for them. We could see London being a host city for NFL in three or four different stadiums, which actually would be really exciting.
0: I also... I, I also, just to kind of finish on that point, my, my other problem with it is that... I truly believe that barring anything other else major that the team that they are trying to line up to move to London for 2022 mm. is the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, if you put a team as popular as the Raiders in London for four games, how much of a potential kibosh is that? How much are you treading on Jaguars' toes, particularly if... They have, by that point, already planned to come and do, say, as is rumoured, two Jags games next season. For that's example. a great point. Yeah. That, that's my only concern, is how much of the NFL going to be pissing off the Jags if they suddenly put four Raiders games? Particularly if the Raiders continue this upward trajectory and the Bortles experiment doesn't work out and the Jags still remain a bad team over the next two yeah. years.
2: Yeah, I think there's a lot of there's a lot of... Cards to be dealt with the whole thing, isn't it? I mean, it's interesting, and you could debate it all ways, really. I mean, and and the Tottenham deal is—is is that not? I mean, I can't really remember the parameters now, but is that not Jag specific?
0: No, no, because I, well? no, because what's interesting about the Jag side of it, um, in terms of their move, and it's the biggest—the biggest potential block on the Jag's move right now—is that the the Shard Khan and the Jaguars specifically want to play at Wembley. They see the international audience as being attracted by Wembley they don't see Tottenham as the destination stadium that Wembley is and so I think they're concerned about what weight it will carry if they're suddenly playing games away from the national stadium and a number of times they've talked about their desire to, to be playing their games at Wembley so the Spurs deal could be
2: very different if Shard Khan buys Tottenham
0: it would be
1: incredibly different if, Shard buy if Shad Khan wouldn't be able to buy Tottenham because he owns Fulham, you can't a Premier League Yeah, but owner, I mean,
2: he he would he would just offload Fulham. Yeah,
1: I, I mean, exactly. But there's a again, that's a lot of water to pass under any sort of bridge. Greg Rosenthal said on the NFL show back when it was that NFL owners love the regularity, they love order, they love things. Uh, that they don't want to step out of something that they've already done and has already worked. And I can understand why the Jags wouldn't want to move away from Wembley because that's where they've been based. Otherwise, we uh, would have seen them in Twickenham.
2: I'd be amazed if um, if they played any games at Twickenham beyond this year. I think Twickenham was, was a placeholder deal until Spares Stadium mm. came along. Um, I, I think that the focus will be increasingly around Wembley and Tottenham as a, as a dual stadium. I can't see them bringing any more into that. Um, I, I mean, I don't know what you guys think, but the way that they've planned in two games at Twickenham this year suggests to me that they're looking at it as a as a two-year holdover because they can't get Wembley for as many weeks as you'd think, and I think that was the problem. They couldn't. Well, they, they couldn't get Wembley for, for so three or so four here's, games. So here's
0: here's here's where another another interesting part of the deal enters in because. With all of that, yes, there's the issue. Twickenham, they had the deal. They had to do the number of games over the number of years, and there is an extension option on that. So if for some reason, work falls behind on the Spurs stadium, and it's looking unlikely that'll happen, but they have Twickenham to fall back on for 2018 as well, if they need to, to keep the four games up. Um, What is interesting is that with Wembley, Spurs have just been given a deal by Brent Council, who previously have been very against this idea Mm -hmm are they being allowed to play 27 of their home games in front of a full 90,000 fans? When well, you already consider that... Wasn't it 18 before? Or just, uh, it wasn't
1: 60,000? No, no top, top Yeah, so bowl. It,
0: it wasn't... It, basically, the original idea was going to be that they would play cup games and European games in front of a full 90,000. Yeah. They were going to be given a certain number of Premier League games, so if United, Arsenal, someone like that sure. was in town, but a majority of their Premier League games would be played with no top bowl. When you consider the number of big events that are at Wembley every year and the Brent Council aren't the kind of council to bend over backwards and change that deal, that's massive. And actually, you know, it, it, the NFL will be looking at that and going, oh, right, right, more late games, more, more NFL games. Wembley suddenly opens up to more options after Spurs have moved back out again. And could we see something where, you know, uh, Wembley does four games and Spurs does four games? I think quite easily.
1: It's, it's all, you know, it, 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 <laughs> we've been... T- busting around this for, for about 20 minutes and, and trying to get together what, what could happen. Again, no one really knows, but it it all looks really bright, and I, I really like what you said, Will, about would the Raiders step on the Jags' toes? Actually, I think the NFL holds sway over both of those sides, so it, I don't think that either side really would 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 be able to complain if the Raiders were forced to play here for more than three or four games. So, just a it's, it's fascinating stuff in and around all of that now because i had a nap this
0: morning yeah that's right i had a nap already this morning uh <laughs> we put out a tweet to ask for questions for today's show uh, literally as we were starting to record so we've had a few in but unsurprisingly they are based around the raiders move keith mooney asked any chance the raiders move to london for a year trial or waiting for a vegas move to negate any poor attendance in oakland we kind of covered that i would be stunned if they did a whole year, but four games seems like an absolute possibility. Um, Nikki Boyd asks, uh, "Who?" Uh, so, um, Alex Bowers asks, are there any other big cities in America that could host an NFL franchise or is the next relocation abroad? That, that's kind of the other interesting point about this and, and the other point of the conversation because you do have three... NFL ready markets out there in Oakland, in San Diego, and in theory in St. Louis as well, although that's definitely on that lower end of the scale. San Antonio? Who you could move a team into if you had somebody willing to pony up the cash. And I truly believe San
2: Antonio will never happen. Because right. Jerry Jones will never let that happen, and he basically runs the NFL. So. Yeah, that
1: was. They're all, <laughs> Dallas fan. They're all Dallas fans anyway, I think.
2: Did, so. did you see how much money Jerry Jones is making out of all these relocations? Because he's got a marketing company that basically runs all the marketing for these teams. Did oh. the 49ers, doing the other teams. He is making billions of dollars from it.
0: Yeah, and this is, uh, you know, I, as I said on Twitter, the, the billionaire Hall of Famer. Uh, making a move to line his own pockets. Again, if he's been the big driving force behind this and he's due to make that much money out of it, how there isn't any kind of conflict of interest is stunning in itself. But, you know, That's the way they the love capitalism works. in America, don't they? Yeah. Um, so I, the, the fact is there are two or three cities that are ready to go, but my true belief is that they don't want to go back to an existing market unless they've got unless they have some kind of billionaire owner who will come in and literally go, I'll build the stadium, I'll do it all, you don't have to pay any money for it, and we get the, San Diego, the new San Diego Chargers, for example, um, which is why I think... London, with, they've already shown with the Tottenham deal mm. that they can get a stadium built, that the NFL were part of that process, but that the stadium is there and ready to go. So that's one huge hurdle already over. And we already know that the mayor and everyone else involved in the, and the government are all in for American football coming here. So I would be truly stunned if it wasn't internationally. Um, on, uh, kind of as a second point to that, Nick Boyd says, who do you think will be the next team to, re- to relocate, if any at all? So outside of the Jaguars, the only other one that has... Bills. Yeah, that's the only other one that's really jumped to mind has been the Buffalo Bills.
2: But I think it would be the... I mean, I'd be amazed if it wasn't the Jaguars at this point. What's I mean, the, they've done all the work, haven't they? They've done all the hard work now. And you look at, I mean, Josh, who was at the Super Bowl, who's a commercial guy for Grid Gridiron, he's a Jaguars fan, and that's kind of what they're doing, isn't it? They're creating a situation where guys, who get into, guys and girls who get into the game are going to be Jaguars fans. So I think a lot of that hard work's already been done. Mm.
0: It, it's fascinating when the Pagoulas came into the Buffalo Bills and the first thing they did was to end the Toronto series. But everyone saw it as the new coming. The And that that organisation has been run like a shambles for the two, three years they've been there. That's why I think that they're the other one to just keep an eye on. Just keep, just not you know, let, let's not pass them over as a, as a definite impossibility as being a team to move. Uh, were there any other questions not related to this deal? Let's just find out quickly. Uh, Gavin Heathers, surely if Marshawn Lynch returns to the NFL at the Raiders, this will be the best signing in the offseason. Does, does the Raiders deal almost with Marshawn Lynch? D- does it almost negate the fact that he won't now move, think come think out so. of retirement and move
1: there? I don't think so. No, I, I it, think that, that's the whole own, idea. Yeah. Isn't it? Well, he's only got one or two years left in football. If he comes back, it's maybe for one or two years. You're not going to see him stay for three more years in football. I, I, I just couldn't see that. So that's the time that the Raiders would still be in Oakland, and that's why he would he would go there. So it's Mark
0: Davis do everything you can to get Marshall and Lynch in the door to try and win your fan base back over. Yeah, exactly. just in the tiniest of ways. Yeah.
2: Well, I think I think the way to win them back over is to just be as good as the, the Raiders should be next season, especially. I mean. It it's a I, I think the question is 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 an interesting one. Is is Marshawn Lynch the guy of two years ago? Is the bigger question. And I mean the reality is, big running backs of his style could fall off the cliff fairly quickly. And if you've had a year out of the game, that process could be well accelerated. So and, and he might actually to... not be very good anymore. But ultimately, if he was anything like that guy, the Raiders as they were entering the season anyway, one of the biggest threats to the New New England and the AFC. Probably the biggest.
0: And can I just point out as well that on that on that very point, that it's the Marshall Lynch of three years ago, Sherry, because in his final year in the NFL, and it's kind of gone unspoken in this whole situation, and I know he had injury problems, but when he was on the field, he was averaging 2.5 yards a yeah. carry, and he wasn't, and he good wasn't very Rose. good. Yeah. No, so... Yeah. You know, there is a chance he's already fallen off that cliff. He knew that, and that's why he went done. Don't want to, <laughs> yeah. don't want to tarnish my great reputation and, and my great career. I'm out of here.
1: Could we see, by the way, the destination for 50, uh, Super Bowl 55 move to Las Vegas? 450. Is 55 already decided? 55 is decided. It's Los Angeles yeah. Stadium at Hollywood Park. No, they won't. They won't move it. Particularly My, when it's Los Angeles. Well, it's uh, it's LV. <laughs> <laughs> right. From a marketing <laughs> point of view, that that's,
0: would be amazing. Yeah, LV, LV. That would that would be brilliant. But they won't. The next step one up is fifty six, right? Yeah, LVI. Twenty
2: twenty two. Yeah. The next one. Yeah.
0: I can't. I can't do maths and Roman numerals at the same yeah, time. Shari. I think that's Come LVI, on. isn't it? <laughs> um, I, I think they'll just be given the next available one, basically. LVI, they, that.
1: and they'll stuff up stuff up the marketing the beautiful marketing opportunity
0: oh, fair enough <laughs> fair
1: enough you
2: know. uh, yeah it's a great point ollie i've got to tell you that it really is a great
1: point
0: they, they should look at that yeah they're not going to take it away from los angeles just, just give it to everything. los angeles just give
1: them lvi, give them LVI. Really
0: yeah that's, that's never gonna happen come on
1: but why not because the Los Angeles, the
0: amount of money that has been invested in the stadium in the area in moving two teams there, not just one team. And there. what? Like the, people the forget, is, the it's fact great. The it StubHub Center is going to be great, but don't forget, there's going to be two teams sharing that stadium. The amount of money it brings into the area, the amount of investment that's gone into it. There's no way. that I'll make a little wager for a, the sake, wager. Of a for the sake
1: of a. I'll uh, make a little ten-pound wager, <laughs> which will be worth about fifty quid in in, in Super, by Super Bowl Fifty Five. I reckon they'll move it.
0: I think you're ludicrous.
1: I, I think Matt Sherry's on board with this. Um, no, I'm not actually, because... Oh, LVI. you're out of order, Sherry.
2: LVI still has LV in this stuff, so... And what? Clever market, people and figure
1: it out. Yeah, I don't, know. I don't know. Actually, it could be LV, and then the I is the Super Bowl trophy. Yeah, yeah there you go. Oh, yeah. there oh. you go.
2: <laughs> Why? Why aren't we pitching ourselves for this role?
1: <laughs> this is unbelievable stuff. Uh, they will be. Just they'll, they'll pay Jerry Jones's um, company tight, to come up ball. with a massive. Uh, <laughs> they'll pay. They'll pay hundreds of millions of dollars to come up with a logo that we've just figured out now five, four years in advance brilliant we could
2: get it
0: designed up now couldn't we
1: let's oh. do it ollie i've always said the
0: deeper you get the more impressive it is yeah um. <laughs> <laughs> indeed uh, right let's um let's talk this a few other bits of uh bits and pieces of news around we're definitely turning this into two shows this is happening at this point i didn't know how long we'd talk about the raiders so it's fine uh but it'll be two shorter ones um We'll be speaking with Ben Mortimer from Touchdown Trips coming up shortly. We'll definitely touch on Vegas with him as well. Uh, There's not the other news around at the moment. None of it's particularly exciting. Jerry Jones claims that the Roma resolution is going to come before training camp. Um,
1: There's nowhere else he's going other than Texas, is it? Texans. Yeah. Well sorry.
0: apparently so John Elway said for the moment they are not looking at Romo as an option.
2: It's brutal for the schedule makers by the way because if the if they don't want to do a Super Bowl repeat which they won't do which they did last year for the opening game. Romo Brady is a great opening game. But Because the Texans are, are,
0: the, are at the pace. Oh, Texas, Patri- Texas Patriots is still a great opening game without yeah, Romo. It's, it's not
2: really without Romo, is it? It's Come a repeat
0: on. of a playoff game from last year where their defence gave you a lot of trouble. The defensive unit is still there. You get the JJ Watt factor yeah. on his return to the team. It's a very, very sellable game. It is, game. but
2: imagine, imagine it even more so with
0: Tony Romo. Yeah, so why not put it in as a very sellable game and then you get Tony Romo thrown in the mix and Wow!
2: Yeah, I agree with that
0: actually. So that's Romo, and we don't know what's going to happen with that. Is there anything else <laughs> this catch caught the eye with? It? <laughs> I'm cutting out Ollie, so no one's going to know why you're giggling. No one's ever going to know.
1: <laughs> that's the worst thing. <laughs>
0: Um, Uh, (laughs) Something happened in the last three minutes Where I basically talked to myself for the entire time Maybe I should just leave it in Don't leave (laughs) it in Never leave it
1: in (laughs) Because people will just literally They will stop Like I just wanted to stop (laughs) I wanted to go into stasis That's what it felt like Matt Sherry were there any other pieces of news Which caught
0: your eye over recent days No I really wanted you to say Commissioner Goodell plans to attend the Patriots Opener
1: yeah, I mean, who cares? Just get it over with.
0: I thought you'd care at this point.
1: I, I've i got one that I, I wanted to talk about, and I'd really like, especially Matthew Sherry's point of view on this. Big Ben, is this... Oh, I told you I didn't want to talk about this very <laughs> specifically. <laughs> is Big Ben doing a, a, a football, hour football thing of uh, trying to negotiate a new contract by saying that he wants to retire? That kind of thing. Or is he... What's going on here, Sherry?
2: I think he's just got a case of the Brett Favres, hasn't he? Which is which is getting his name out there in the off-season, getting a bit of attention. He's a bit of a det- attention-seeker, Ben Roethlisberg. I've read some really interesting stuff on him over the years. And, uh, yeah, I think he just wants a bit of, bit of attention, doesn't he? Look at me.
1: The Matt Sherry hot-take corner, what's going on with Adrian Peterson? Where would he sign? Um.
2: No idea at this point. I think I still think the Giants or maybe, maybe the Patriots,
1: and who knows?
0: The guy is drunk.
1: The I like the match very hot take corner. We could do more of that quite happily. <laughs> what do you think of <laughs> What do you think of Jay Cutler's uh, recent Instagram post? <laughs> impressive, impressive booty.
0: Okay, interesting. I haven't seen this Instagram post. So with no Have you context, not seen this with no context whatsoever. Oh my god, just incredible. Just
1: look up. Jay Cutler Instagram post, Uh, whilst Will's doing that, Jason Witten signed on for four years. I already thought he was about 34 already, so is this a good move by the Cowboys? No? You're not interested in that, Sherry? Say that again. Jason Witten signed a four-year Cowboys extension.
2: Oh, yeah, It's, it's absolutely ludicrous, isn't it?
1: I mean, he's. Do you not... think it's a good. I don't I mean, think I so. I
2: haven't looked at the contract breaking it down. Obviously, if he's playing at the level he played last year, great, but it says
1: it's says it, it gives hard him, to. Gives him more salary cap space in 2017. He's 35 in two months. He's the Jermaine yeah, then, Defoe. I mean, it's, of... something, it's something that the
2: Cowboys do all the time as well. They just kick salary cap down the road over and over yeah. again. And you would think at some point it'll catch up with them like it did the Saints a couple of years ago.
1: Witten was, was set to count 12.2 million against the team's cap this upcoming season.
0: What's, what's going on, Will Gavin? What? I refuse to talk to anyone anymore. You made me look at a picture of Jay Cutler's ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I disliked that man enough as it was already, I really dislike him now.
1: Well, he, uh, to be fair, he dislikes you just as much.
0: <laughs> that is true. We never did make a little uh, t-shirt or a sting or anything of the NFL players who hate Will Gavin. <laughs> we could have added to it as I pissed more people off. Um... Matt Sherry, I'm going to speak to uh, Ben Mortimer now and we're going to hear all about uh, our trip for this upcoming season. So is there anything else you would like to add before we do that?
2: No, just that Ben's a lovely
0: guy and people should sign up for the tour. Yeah, you you just spent two days with him playing golf and eating steak, I understand, uh, in quote-unquote business meetings. It was very good. Very, very good business done. Uh, well, it sounds like he's a delightful man spends time with. I've just looked at a different picture of Jake. Well, not the same picture, but on a different tab. I thought I'd closed Jay Cutler's ass off from my life, and he reappeared.
1: When your wife looks at your internet history, she's going to be appalled. My wife doesn't look at my internet history. Well, thank goodness for that.
0: Plus, I know how to incognito <laughs> browse, and I'm sure she's aware of that. Uh, <laughs>
1: Oh God! Uh, what a bleak view of your marriage. Right,
0: we're going to do uh, we, we'll get a <laughs> chat to Ben Mortimer now from Touchdown Trips, and then we will separately release the AFC North podcast with George Iloka, with uh, Brandon Williams, and with Seth Devalve. And I promise that will come out. There were good reasons for last week why it didn't. And so here is Ben Mortimer from Touchdown Trips. So joining us on the line from Touchdown Trips, getting you in the game, is the very fine Ben Mortimer. Uh, morning to you, Ben. Morning, Will. How you doing? Yeah, very well, mate. Very well indeed. Before we get into all the stuff we want to talk about, on this show we have been discussing the Las Vegas Raiders in some depth. And whilst there are some of us who are sceptical over the move, I imagine from a travel perspective, it's got to be a pretty big boon to know that you're going to be able to put together some Vegas packages in a couple of years.
3: Yeah, that is a, a I, I suppose a positive spin for people that want to you know, go gambling and 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 see the city. I mean, Vegas is a great city to go visit. So um, you know, I think for the away fan, it will be a good trip. Um, I do feel for the um, you know the fans of Oakland and the people. That I think you know, the Bay Area in general is is a great area to go visit. So uh, you know, I think the fact that they've got two more years in the Coliseum. Um, uh, hopefully, their fans will. Some of them will keep showing up, um, given the situation. But uh, it, it is a great place to go visit. So I think if you've got if you've got two more years to visit Oakland, um, you know, go out there and, and see uh, the Coliseum, experience the black hole. Um, the fans there are, are some of the best in the league, and uh, it's a shame that it's going. But again, at the same time, uh, in sort of four years' time, a trip to Vegas for a, a, an
0: NFL game, gambling, or what have you, it's it, it sounds like a good sort of long weekend to me. Beautiful stuff. Um, now, there's loads for us to cover, uh, but the the key thing is is that we are just a couple of weeks away from them announcing the schedule, apparently. Uh, you, people are now able to, as we've been telling them regularly, go and put their deposit down on our trip out to uh, the Deep South. And you have been working with Louisiana and everyone else to, to make sure that this is going to be a pretty special 10 days or so.
3: Yeah, it's going to be a, a great trip. It's just all comes down to the sort of you know the schedule and everything fitting in, and I, I, it's impossible to say when the schedule will come out. Uh, you can take an educated guess based on last year and, and hope that it'll be sooner rather than later. So, I mean, my best guess would be the thirteenth um, of April because it's normally the Thursday and they do the Thursday night special on um, NFL Network with the Rich Eisen and what have you. So, um, hopefully, mid-April we'll have um, a good fix on what's going to work. It will be a great trip. Um, you know, it'll incorporate Louisiana and then any one of several other potential destinations depending on what works so um you know you're looking at uh, potentially some alabama time um some potential tennessee time or even some georgia time um they're all within a kind of reach of each other and it just depends what's going to make most sense logistically um but you know we'll have the a uh, couple of college games uh, at least a couple of nfl games as well and uh, we're, we're as i said we're aiming to try and uh, kind of, you know, accentuate the the flavours of the South um, to anyone that comes on the trip. So it'll be a good time. And then you've got you guys coming as
0: well and we'll tailgate out of the back of a bus and things like that. So it'll be be a good trip. Look, we will make it a good trip regardless, but I don't see how it can't be a good trip with, you know, the fact that we're going to be going to the Mercedes-Benz, the fact that we could end up at Tiger Stadium very easily. And you mentioned... uh, taking in the flavors of the south i am going to have to lose a lot of weight before then because i'm going to be putting it all back on
3: well it's very hot and muggy down there so if you go out for a sort of 20 minute walk you might be able to lose half of it fingers um, crossed previous night yeah but uh, <laughs> I, I think we'll need to you know the only thing that's worrying i think is is the thought of matt sherry bringing along his sound system and
0: records to play um, out of the back of the bus oh. i think we'll need to agree on a playlist before we leave he has zero control over that I want you to know that now and it happened at the Super Bowl and it will happen again we will wrestle all Matt Sherry musical ability away from him because uh, uh, beyond a, a love of meatloaf I cannot endorse anything Matt Sherry listens to
3: Okay.
0: well, yeah, I was looking for a meatloaf pun, but I'll avoid that one. (laughs) Please do. Please do. It's for the best. Um, What what else? Because with the schedule coming out and with everything else going on at the moment, there's got to be a lot of exciting things happening around uh, with you guys. Yeah, I mean, we've got a few things. Now
3: is really the time, if if you're thinking of going on a trip um, this season, certainly, um, now would be a very good time to at least log an interest and say, you know, this is what I'm thinking of, because we're only a couple of weeks away from the schedule, and it does help us. Um, take down, you know, kind of what your ideal requirements would be, and have them on uh, in the in, in the background there. So as soon as the schedule comes out, we can try and mix and match everything as best as possible, come out with a great uh, itinerary, and then get in touch with you straight away so that we can get you know sort of the best rates on the on the hotels and flights as the schedule allows. So that's definitely something to look at. Um, the other big thing we've got is the Philly draft. Um, you know, obviously just under a month away. Um, personally, I think that's going to be a really really good um, draft to experience. Uh, obviously, you to be in a Radio City Music Hall and then it's been in Chicago before this year but um, Philly are kind of going all out in, kind of going across the city um, with the prospects and, and going from kind of using the Benjamin Franklin Parkway and going up the Rocky Steps and things like that so I mean, we do have, if you look at the front page of our site we do have a, a VIP draft package which um uh, I think would be a heck of a lot of fun it just includes things like um, the NFL draft um, theatre uh, you'll, you'll get tickets to go into the theatre and see days two and three of the draft and, and you'll get to go to the, on the red carpet and meet an NFL legend and uh, do the uh, um, the the fan experience the, draft, the the NFL draft experience you've got a food and cocktail reception and we've also done a Phillies and Marlins game as well just nice. to kind of um, give something extra on the sports side but also Philly's just a really good city and it's one of its uh, my wife is from the area so i know it well and um yeah, cheesesteaks again talking about your waistline and food well um yeah you've got to go down to south street and get a, don't forget about the other two places the, there's gino's and um pats
0: but the best place i think is jim's on south street for cheesesteaks well I'm, I'm definitely desperate to go but uh, i uh, i don't think i'm going to make it this year between the tour and everything else my wife might not allow me to but if there's one if you're going to do something it's definitely definitely worth getting to a draft because it is an amazing experience and proper football fans and uh yeah philly's a great great town so yeah definitely definitely worth checking that one out and is there anything you're doing with like fan groups or anything this year have you got anything lined up already
3: yeah i mean we're actually going back to the uh, uh i'll start back with the raiders because we um you know obviously uh, uh, have some sympathy for that uh, being a ravens fan and living in baltimore 10 years i know um how um, shattering it is for the old Colts fans when, when, they, when they moved out of town. And, and I think that'll be the same for Oakland. But we are working with um, with uh, those guys, Silver and Black UK. So um, we're hoping to do an Oakland trip for them later in the year of everything being good. And, um, you know, we are, if you look at Silver and Black UK's site, um, we've got a little um, affiliate deal going with them um, just to reward their members. And um, And then we've got uh, well, I hate to say it, the Ravens. You know, uh, coincidence maybe. I don't know, but uh, we're we're doing a uh, hopefully a trip to Baltimore as well later in the year, and also a trip to Denver for the uh, Broncos UK, who are also incredibly well-run fan group um if you go and look at uh, uk broncos twitter and what have you if you're a broncos fan i suggest you, you sign up with them but they've got, already got i think about 4,000 um, twitter followers and um yeah they're very um active um so um yeah we're and again we're, we're always looking to um to work with fan groups um whoever you know is interested we can do group trips and things like that for them um so uh, yeah it's all good stuff
0: excellent it's all very exciting Ben and we're really looking forward to I mean we're going to talk again in hopefully two and a half weeks time when we're going to be able to say here it is here's what it's going to look like Um, I know that when the schedule comes out the only thing I'm going to be looking for is Saints home games and how they fit around everyone else and and how they fit around our hopeful dates because it genuinely is for for what we're Doing if you consider the tickets the travel the transfers the uh, the accommodation everything else, plus all the extra trips we 're going to be putting together on top of that, plus all the time you get to spend with me and Ollie uh, <laughs> it's really genuinely going to be an amazing uh, amazing couple of weeks and and a genuine bargain at the kind of two thousand pound price mark that we 're aiming for um you know, things may obviously game tickets, etc., mean that, that that price is slightly movable. But certainly, we have that target in mind. So much more affordable than what we've done previously, and we we desperately hope that as many people as possible can join us on it because it's going to be a lot of fun.
3: Yeah, and and on that sort of you know target price tag as well. I mean, that is um, based on the sort of standard um, travel type of goal of, of double occupancy. So obviously, you know, if you're coming on your own, if you're not. Um, too abashed to share with or have a roomie um, for the trip. That would definitely, um, you know, bring the cost down. We can aim to try and sort of double up as many as possible, just to um, keep that down. Because obviously, on on any trip, the most one of the most uh, expensive elements is the accommodation, because you pay by the room. So if you're sharing a room, ergo, you um, you kind of split the cost. So it's always better to, to team up if you can. Um, and we're, we're talking to people at the moment. I mean, we are accepting refundable deposits. So if you, um, you definitely want to come on the tour, you can pay a £100 deposit now. It'll uh, save your spot on the, on the trip. And then obviously, as soon as we have everything together, we'll come back to you and say, OK, this is the final costing and, and talk about your options as well on accommodation.
0: And, and don't get me wrong, us at the Gridiron Show and Touchdown Trips, we bring people together. So if mm-hmm. you know, if, if we know that there are a certain number of people coming and a certain number of people that need pairing up, we will, you know, run some kind of speed dating night, or we will find a way to mm-hmm. get you together with someone like minded. We promise that our fans don't smell, don't snore, mm-hmm. and are all good co- company and all big football fans. So look, it's going to be brilliant. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, we can kind of, uh, try and keep Eagles and Cowboys fans out of the same room and things like that as well. <laughs> I know, I think we should put them in the same rooms. Let's really, like, stoke this fire. Come on, Ben. Bring about uh, bring about harmony. Yeah, exactly. Harmony. exactly. Uh, look, brilliant stuff, as always, Ben, and, and we're really looking forward to the schedule coming out, and then we will get together, we will put our heads together, and we will put together something pretty special, so make sure you get and check out at touchdowntrips.com. There are also Touchdown Trips on Facebook and Twitter as well, so make sure you go and follow them in all of those locations and you can go and put your refundable 100 pound deposit down now to guarantee your place on the tour so go ahead to touchdowntrips.com and register your interest uh ben thank you for your time and uh, we'll speak soon been a pleasure Will thanks a lot take care so my thanks once again to Ben Mortimer from Touchdown Trips to Matthew Sherry to Ollie Hunter and to everyone for listening hit us up at Gridiron on Twitter gridiron-magazine.com for more information on everything we're doing and head to touchdowntrips.com to register your interest in our brilliant upcoming trip for this season as always any questions direct them to me or Ollie at uh, Will Gav at Ollie Hunter or at Gridiron on Twitter we love hearing from you and uh, I think I can't remember if I said it at the end of this episode or the afc north one but uh if you are attending the nfl uk night next week we'd love to hear from you and maybe we'll go for a beer before or afterwards to the one in london uh, matt sherry is going to two of the ones up north as well i think liverpool and nottingham so hit us up we'd love to hear from you and we'd love to see you thank you so much for listening as always this has been the gridiron show